G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, Tuesday rolls around quickly. It seems like hardly even a day or two since I spoke to you last, Ron Ross. Welcome back to another update on the headlines out of Israel and the Middle East. Thanks, Neil. Uh, Ron, let's talk first of all about this very controversial Khashoggi murder. Uh, the U.S. Middle East peace plan seems to have hit a hurdle with it. Yeah, Khashoggi's death at the hands of Saudi Arabian officials has rattled Washington's alliance with Riyadh. Republicans and Democrats alike have warned that all options should be on the table as they reassess the U.S. aid and defense contracts with the kingdom. They've also compelled U.S. President Donald Trump to warn of severe consequences if it's found that Saudi Arabia's Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman was complicit in the killing. That puts the president's Middle East peace team in a bind. Officials on that team say that their plan for Israeli-Palestinian peace does not rely on Saudi Arabia, and to the extent that it does, they say the kingdom's governing structure is wider than the lone crown prince. And yet the entirety of the U.S.-Saudi relationship is currently under scrutiny beyond questions specific to Mohammed bin Salman's leadership qualities. Uh, it's precarious uh, because Trump was relying on Saudi Arabia to deliver strong Arab support for his peace plan. Another contribution to an awful lot of tension there in the Middle East, and particularly this relationship between the Israelis and the Palestinians, Ron. The Israeli Defence Minister, in response to Gaza, says there's no choice but war. What does this headline uh, tell us? Yes, uh, that was after a three-hour meeting, five days after a rocket from the Gaza Strip hit a house in Besheva, Defence Minister Avigdor Lieberman promised a serious Israel response. The Security Cabinet met last Wednesday night to consider possible reactions to the rocket attack. Its decision was not publicised, so Lieberman's statement could be the first indication of possible steps ahead of the IDF. Wars are only conducted when there is no choice, and now there is no choice, he said. Anything less than the toughest response won't help anymore. We've exhausted the other options. Lieberman said Hamas was behind recent violence from the Gaza Strip and pays large sums of money to protesters. There is no popular uprising, he said. There is violence organised by Hamas. 15,000 people don't come by foot to the border at their own will. They come by bus and are paid. I don't believe in reaching an arrangement with Habas. It hasn't worked, it doesn't work, and it won't work in the future. Well, Ron, some more disturbing developments to the north of Israel too, and reports that Iranian planes have delivered arms shipments to Hezbollah for precision-guided missiles. 
Yeah, Iran has stepped up shipments of advanced weaponry to its Lebanese terror proxy Hezbollah that include global positioning systems, GPS, components to make previously unguided rockets into precision-guided missiles. Officials told Fox News a flight carrying one of the shipments arrived in Lebanon three days ago. Uh, there's grave concern in Israel about this. They're watching it very closely, and uh, we can expect some reaction. Ron, there's a sort of a good story that's coming out of the Middle East right now, too, where a Muslim man has risked his life to save some ancient texts, and these are Christian texts, from ISIS. Yeah, a Muslim family risked their lives to save two ancient Christian texts from destruction by ISIS. The manuscripts evaded destruction for three years while ISIS controlled the city of Mosul. That, of course, is in Iraq. Reportedly, ISIS has destroyed numerous cultural and religious relics in the area and has burned hundreds of Christian texts. One family who wished to remain anonymous for their safety, however, was determined to keep the text safe, despite the threat of being killed if caught. In an interview, Polos Meko recalled the story, noting that he is now temporarily in possession of the manuscripts until they can be returned to their rightful owners. Heroic indeed. It is, and a very good news story. I mean, it's a long time for most of us uh, since World War II, since the Holocaust, uh, but a headline in the news overnight, a German group is renovating Holocaust survivors' homes in Israel, and they're doing that for free. Yeah, and they haven't made a big fanfare of it, Neil. Uh, Rabbi Wyshedsky had an unexpected encounter on a recent air flight to Israel. Wyshedsky was flying from Basel, Switzerland, where he works as a, a missionary, was praying there when a man seated next to him handed him a piece of paper. The note was from an organization called the Saxon Friends of Israel and described how the group brings volunteers from Germany to Israel to renovate Holocaust survivors' apartments for free. The two started talking, and the man, a house painter named Roland, said he'd been travelling to Israel twice a year for around five years from his home in the South German state of Baden-Württemberg to do the volunteer work. He said, I cannot change or repair the whole world. I cannot repair all my people did 70 years ago. All I can do is painting. So it's what I'm doing, bringing a little bit of good to the world. Well, it might be 70 years ago, and for so many of us, as I say, this seems like such a long time ago, but for people who are in some nations and the family history and heritage of some peoples, uh, that's not that long at all, and there are still those thoughts of reparation and the need for in some sense, uh, building new bridges. Uh, it's great getting your insights always, Ron Ross. Appreciate you scouring the headlines, bringing these latest up-to-date news items to us. Thanks for being with us once again today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. 
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.